everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, personal opinions, and the occasional rabbit hole. I am that NPC that you'd like to have romantic relationships with, but you just can't. Mike. Oh, man. I am that NPC that you really, really hate because they're really, really annoying, and I constantly talk and say stupid things, but you have to keep them around because they're necessary for the game. Like, Patrick. Toss a coin to your Witcher? <gasps> yes, that guy. I am oh, okay. the I'm the bar that follows you making songs up about your life. Even though Toss a Coin to Your Witcher was a pretty good song. It really was. But the rest of them. rock version of it. <laughs> yeah. Toss a coin to your to witcher. Your witcher. That's ah, all I know. Stuff. Yep. A value of plenty. All right. You know more than me. <laughs> oh, man. I want to go back and rewatch that. It, it should was be a very coming. good show. I guess there's going to be another season later this year, right? Uh, I, I believe I guess. so. I don't know well, how filming I, and all that stuff has been affected. I think all productions of things have halted right now. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. I would, but I, I'm hoping they, they were done filming. Because you can, if you have the right equipment, you could do the editing and stuff at home, at least to some extent. Absolutely. But I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully. Anyway, uh, what kind of uh, what kind of stuff we got going on this uh, this week? Uh, let's see. What's What's been going on with this week? Uh, picked up... I think I picked up two new games. Yeah, two new games. I picked up uh, Lego DC Supervillains Deluxe Edition because it dropped from $80 down to $30. Whoa, so that's I was like, oh, I know, right? And then it came with $50 of DLC. So basically, oh, I got $100 off. Yeah, you did. When the normal edition was only $24. So I was like, for <laughs> six more dollars, I get $50 of DLC and I'm saving $50. Yeah, so might as why well the do heck that. not? So I picked that up and I re-picked up a game called Dragons Marked for Death. And I've been playing that with people on the Discord that's like dedicated to that game, grinding for the different uh, attribute classes because I play as a shinobi and I've been grinding to get my Oracle and I finally got her. So now I get to grind on my Oracle. That sounded very horrible. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get to grind with my Oracle. Uh, it's still not great. <laughs> no, it's not. But you know what I mean. We're gamers. Right, yes. Uh, and then I'm going to work to get my bandit. <laughs> oh, man. That was that right there might be one I have to snip and save for later. Oh, please. Please that'll do. That will be part of a highlight video. Oh, yes. <laughs> we can use that for, like, when I say bad words. We can just fill it in with, grind on my oracle. <laughs> oh, grind on my oracle. <laughs> exactly. That really grinds on my oracle. Oh, we started a new thing. Oh, yes. Let's... <laughs> That's the hashtag grind on my oracle. Uh, that's the hashtag for this uh, for this episode for sure. Yep, we've we're not even five minutes in. We already got internet history made. Oh no, we're gonna be the next meme. Yes, I'm okay hey, with that. Grind on my oracle. It'd be our 15 minutes fame. And then think yeah. about how many views we'd get. Hey, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> we do oh, this for the no. views. We just do it for the views. We'll do it for any other reason. No, not really. For the for the instant gratification of seeing the number of views. Exactly. As long as it's higher than zero, I'm okay. Hey, we've been higher than zero quite a bit here recently. So we have been, and I'm like extremely thankful. I'm okay with it, and I'm thankful for it. Oh heck yes! I love I love the people who watch our watch and listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to push it a little bit more, get it out there more, get our Discord going a little bit more strong, yeah. get a bigger community. Yeah. I'm stuck at home. What else can I do besides? Ah. Oh, well, I've been stuck at home. But today, this week, I decided, you know what? I'm going to break out. I've whipped out the DoorDash bag. 
And I was like, I'm going to go door dashing. Made an extra few bucks getting people who are smart enough to stay at home their food that they ask other people to get for them. <laughs> right. And then uh, the fun thing I did is every time I deliver somebody's food, like majority of the bags have stickers on them. So yeah. I slide one of our podcast cards into the sticker and then I give them their food. Oh, yeah. So I was like, mm, why not? It's like free well, advertisement. Well done. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. I, I don't know. I guess this week for me, I, uh, I, I haven't bought any new games. Um, I've been playing around with the new update on Animal Crossing. So, you know, Red's showing up at the islands and stuff. Uh, uh, but I have been playing a new mobile game called, I guess it's new. I don't know if it's new or not. It's called Stellaris Galaxy Command, which is actually a, uh, Stellaris is a PC game made by Paradox uh, Development Studios or whatever. And uh, I saw it, I downloaded it. It's, I mean, it's basically a pay to win format. Oh, lame. Space. It's like a base building game where you build your. Well, this one you build a space station, and then you build. You know, you build your ships, and you go and attack other people. Kind of like Clash of Clans, but a little bit more in depth and a, you know, way different graphic setting. Mm. But I don't know. I'm gonna. I figure I'd give it a try. I, I want to see how pay to win it really is. Because if it's if it's really bad, then I'll eventually lose interest in it. But if it's at least somewhat competitive for those who don't want to pay, then I might stick with it for a while. There you go. We'll see. I think the only mobile app game I still play is Plague Inc. And I think that's it. Oh, yeah. I have that one downloaded. I don't play it much, but I still have it. Like, I have a Switch. That's all the mobile I need. Boom. I know. I I need to to get Two Point Hospital on mine because that sounds like fun. So much fun. And it was just on sale, too. Was it? Oh, I missed that. That's all right. I still got to get, uh, I still got to get the Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. I have the $20 now because, uh, Oh, bezel, bezel leg, bezleg, bezleg. That's what it was. Bezleg, <laughs> bezleg donated it, donated me the twenty dollars last week. So yeah, you gotta get to that. Big shout out to to old bez bezleg. Good old bezleg. <laughs> well, fun, fun. Now you got a good game to look forward to. I got yep. a good game to look forward to a little bit later because I'm gonna purchase it because it was surprise drop today. And I guess we'll start with our first story there. Okay, jump on it. All right. I shall. So, a game that's been out for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4 called Indivisible was released on Switch without the developers knowing, and it's lacking a few features. Great thing, it came out to Switch today. Woo! Because its original, yeah, its original release date wasn't until late June. So, when it came public on European eShop, we were like, oh, it's coming to the US too, and then poof, here it is the next day. Uh, so the thing about it is Indivisible did come to the eShop today. It's just missing a few features such as the New Game Plus and Co-op, which are two big updates that came through the store uh, over-the-air update for the console version. Uh, I guess what they're trying to do for the subsidiary of the lack of there for the features is they're giving the game 20% off. So you can get it on the eShop right now for $23.99 instead of $30. So I was yeah. just like, hey, it's still 20% off. I'll take it. That's right. You're going to get the updates for free anyway. So Exactly. As soon as the developers are like, uh, we need to get on this because we didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I imagine everything should be rolled out by at least the original release date. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that, that yeah. would be like your least expectations on it. Yeah. Uh, people on Twitter are saying that the frame rate runs very stable, even in handheld mode. Uh, yeah. However, it's the old build that was apparently 
now released doesn't have co-op or new game plus and nothing else recent so hmm. hopefully over there updates and then poof he'll just go to version 2.0 and then we'll have all that fun stuff yeah so yeah this I is think... a game i'm looking forward to just due to the fact that it's it's like a mixture of a bunch of things it's a 2d platform mixed with a metroidvania mixed with a turn-based hack and slash yeah it should be i i, I don't worry about it i mean it launched early the developers didn't know it was going to happen and they're kind of going with it they're, they seem to be taking it in stride pretty well i mean as, as disappointing as it is that it got released early they are at least taking the approach of well hey you can go get it now <laughs> it's 20 percent off yeah so i mean i guess you haven't we haven't actually said what they what the developer said but still they uh they seem to be handling it pretty well as well as you can when your game gets released early incomplete Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're all stuck inside for freaking COVID-19 right now. Yeah, that's still a thing. Here we are. Yeah. I think, what, this is week 60? I don't know. I lost track. I, I thought it was year 60, but I oh, could be wrong. Maybe. <laughs> I might be 87 years old. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Me neither. But uh, speaking of games being released, a game actually got a release date as of this morning. It came to Twitter via YouTube post uh, from the developers. And Destroy All Humans, the remastered edition, is actually now officially coming out on July 28th, 2020. July 28th, 2020. Extremely excited when this happened because I was just like, I got to go to the panel at PAX. I got to like chill with the Kryptonians, uh, played the demo, fell in love with it, compared it from like what's now and what was then seen a dramatic overhaul and change on how graphics have come right right and i'm just like yes yes i need this i, know it, I, it really I, built I that hype for you. it did it really really did and then when they finally gave us a release date i was like yes because they wouldn't even give us a release date at pax so i was just like uh so i just want to know when it's coming out did you already have it pre-ordered oh absolutely okay i wasn't sure i wasn't sure if you were going to wait till there was a firm release date on it or not no no i was like i'm a huge fan of destroy humans like, one no. two and three I had, I was ready for it. Yeah, except Path of the Furon, which is Destroy All Humans 3, it was, I have to say, it's my all-time favorite, just due to the fact that if you've never played it, it it takes more of a turn to go down the, like, Kryptonian gene. So instead of, like, all the crazy kooky weapons, like, you're more focused on, like, the different types of powers crypto can develop. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, as always, body snatching, mind controlling, uh, making people dance out of craziness to lower your awareness so the police and FBI don't come after you. But like he also gets the ability to uh, do better telekinesis, uh, which he already has that in the first two. But he also has the ability to stop time. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, this is nice. I like this. But if they can do like the other two games and remaster them and bring them up to date, then have at it. Get to it. Let's go THQ Nordic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, they seem to be making some pretty good moves, especially with uh, some of the games they've announced they're going to be releasing or or have already released. Mm-hmm. Taking advantage so, of that Switch. They they really are. I mean, I got Darksiders Genesis on the Switch because I didn't want to get it on Stadia. I was like, Switch, I'm going to be able to take it everywhere with me. I mean, I could take it with me on Stadia, but Switch, I don't have to have an internet connection to play it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to have to rely on a hotel <laughs> a hotel internet connection. You really don't. Been there, done that. It still sucks. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. But speaking of other new games, a uh, new game that was announced this morning. This was through a Twitter from Tiny Build, the people behind 
Hello Neighbor. Uh, they're posting it over. There's a game coming out called Kill It With Fire. It's coming <laughs> soon. Fun. Uh, it's available 2020 for the summer. You can wishlist it on Steam right now. And this is a game by Casey Donnellan. Uh, from have they released the, a, uh, a price on it yet? Uh, let me see. I'll pull up Steam. Bebop boop. I cannot because it asks me to sign into Steam and I don't Hold have on, my pull, login information. Pull, pull it up right now. Kill it with fire. Thank you, my kind sir. Kill it with fire doesn't have a price listed on it yet. Just has add to wish list. Mm. But I mean, from the video that they released, uh, it looks like it'd be a very fun VR game. Whoa. Uh, just uh, just a little, I don't know what you would call it. Another little tidbit. It looks like Killer with Fire Ignition is out now, and it's a sampler of what to expect from the full game. Oh, there you go. Killer you can, with Fire You can download Ignition. it on Steam. Available on Steam now. Yep. But Free uh, demo. What would you say? From the video standpoint, you are in first-person view. You can see your arms. And yeah. the object of the game is you need to search your entire house and find this spider and use everything at your disposal to kill it. Uh, yeah, the the website said that uh, what what was the official said a game about causing collateral damage while hunting spiders. Exactly. So I guess the, part of the goal of the game is to create collateral. It's basically to kill a spider with whatever means necessary. If that means burning down your house, that means burning down your house. I feel like that should be the last resort. First, I want to take a gun to it, if not a taser, if not a shovel. Uh, I'll take, uh, yeah, ha- I saw, I think they had like throwing stars, like ninja stars. See, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was all kinds of crazy weapons, which it's- eventually led to what like hairspray and a lighter, and they were lighting stuff on fire. Burning it down. Yeah. Which, I mean, um, kill it with fire is the name of the game. It's true. You got to kill it with fire. If not, burn down your house. Burn it all claim down. Claim that insurance money. That's right. I don't know. The spider did it. But it, it was a spider. Yeah, it knocked over a candle and whoosh. And if it's like arachnophobia, that spider ain't dead. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably just hiding somewhere, getting stronger, bench pressing. And they're like, I'm going to come back for you. <laughs> it's bench pressing. It's like, once I can lift 180 pounds, I'm going to lift that guy and walk him right out of this house. Right? My house. My house. Oh, fun game, fun game. Can't wait. If they have a What's... VR, that's going to be very cool to have oh, on the quest. It definitely looks like a VR game. Oh, absolutely. So if Quest can get it, that'd be great, because I'd love to be running around in a circle screaming, Spider! Spider! Oh, you know, people who have arachnophobia are going to be freaking out, because it looks like a game where when you start out, you're, like, walking around, and, like, it shows them lifting up a couch pillow and then turning it around, or, like, pulling out a drawer slowly. And, like, when the first time you see the spider, I think they lift the toilet lid, and the spider's yeah, under right the there toilet under the lid, toilet. like, oh! so it looks like a game that's going to be like uh at least at the beginning you're going to be it's going to be almost like a thriller game like you're slowly searching for this spider and you're looking around corners and behind things and then it's just going to be there and it's going to take off running and you got to try to kill it and my thing is why can't i stomp on it i wonder if it bites you if you die it'd probably be like uh what do you call it oh what is it It'd probably be like Animal Crossing, and when you get bit by a tarantula, <laughs> you just faint and then wake up in your bedroom. Yeah, except for in this game, you wake up in a spider web, being eaten alive. Oh gosh, no. That happened you in wake... Darksiders 1. Yeah, you wake up dead. No, I don't want to wake up dead. That's Which awkward. is really, it's really hard to do, waking up dead, but once you've done it, it's pretty crazy. 
Oh, absolutely. You just wake up and you see yourself over there being gnawed on by a tiny little spider. And you're yeah, just pretty like, much. Huh. huh, how about that? I'm you being know. eaten alive. And, I, oh, I don't have a pulse. I am dead. I am dead. I'm going to float through this wall. Bye. Uh, I am dead. Oh, good game. Oh, yes. All right. Next on our agenda. What do you got, Patty? Oh, well, we got uh, we got an open beta that started today. If you're listening to this uh, on the podcast, it started Tuesday. If you're listening live on Twitch, it started today. Uh, that is for Ninjala. Uh, it, uh, wow. Beta, yeah. The, the, I, couldn't, I blanked out on that word. The beta started today. Uh, it's up on Nintendo eShop. You can go, you can go download it now. Um, it says the... An open beta for Switches. Oh, this is according to NintendoLife.com. An open beta for Switches upcoming Morphine Ninja Gum action game Ninjala is now available to download uh, from the from the uh, from the Nintendo eShop called the Ninjala Exclusive Ninja Club on the digital store. This free piece of software will enable you to take part in the planned beta. So, if you wanna, if you really like this game, or if you've never heard of it, go check out a go check out a trailer. Um, it looks like a ton of fun very cartoonish action-packed fun yeah so i watched some videos on it and i downloaded the beta this morning i'm gonna hop on it later after the show and with it after watching the videos and the announcements that they had during i believe it was one of the nintendo directs or indie direct and it's literally you are ninjas you're running through streets you're jumping over buildings you're running up walls and you've got these bat swords, and you're just beating the bejeebers out of one another. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a hit point kind of ordeal, but it's really weird. Uh, w- one of the part of the video, he blows a giant bubble out of bubble yep. gum, and yep. then it pops, and he does like a spiral dash to the other side of the map. Yeah, yeah, it's using. It looks to be using bubble gum for like special powers, which I'm totally okay with. Which is which is cool. That's a that's an interesting thing. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's available on the on the Nintendo eShop right now, currently. So go download it. And if you're listening on Friday, it was available on Tuesday, so now you're behind a couple of days. Go download it. <laughs> yep. Get to playing it. And then tell us what you think about it. Um, if not, you can also YouTube it. There's a 10-minute animated film that was released uh, last month to promote yep. the characters in Java. Yep. Make sure to give it a watch. Yeah. Uh, the full game will launch on May 27th. Yep, I was just about to say that as well. Full game, Woo-hoo. May twenty seventh. So we got a month. We got a month of uh, beta. Woot. Does it? Do we know if is the beta lasting all the way up until launch, or is it a limited time I beta? Think it's just today and tomorrow, from what the tweets say. Oh, you know what? So if this is Friday, ignore this. Yeah. <laughs> go watch. Go watch YouTube videos. Check out the gameplay and stuff. Indeedly. Yeah, they I don't even have a pre-purchase live. button on the Nintendo website yet. Yeah. If you're listening live on Twitch, go download it right now. Yeah, if you got a Switch. Right. If you're if listening you on Twitch, go download it on your Switch. That's right. Yeah, so the Ninjala Exclusive Ninja Club is the one that's available right now, and that's the beta. Yeah. That's what I'll be playing later. Uh, event schedule. This is uh, Pacific Standard Time. April 28th, you got 12 to 12.59. You've got... Oh, this uh, turned into eight? Army Time. 8 to 8.59. 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. And that's uh, April 29th. Yeah, and that's on April 29th, and please note that the schedule is subject to change. Yeah, uh, if you want it, ooh, what time is it? I don't know what time that is. I would say Central, but I don't trust that because it's coming from Nintendo of Europe. I'm going to yeah. say that Central Europe. Never mind. So anyway, wait, wait, so what are the, is that like 
What's the event times? That's what it says around the event times. So is that the only times you can play it? I yeah. am. Here are the times you'll be able to play. That's what it looks like. Yep. I mean, other than that, if it lets us do like single player training, I'd be okay with that. I'll find out after the show. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's good to I don't know. It's going to be good enough for you just to get some gameplay in and, and really see if you like the game or not. Mm. I mean, it's fun little ninjas. I'm hopefully going to like it. I like little wall crawlers. Yeah, uh, Gung Ho, the the makers of the game. Mm-hmm. Their president says Ninjala will be fun play, fun for players of all ages. I'm of all ages. Also, it'll be free to play when it launches worldwide. That's perfectly fine by me. I like a free to play game. That's cool. That means I'll be getting that one. <laughs> I like free to play. All right. It's the best type. Free is my favorite word. Mm-hmm. Speaking of free, Google Stadia is giving out two months of free Stadia Pro during this pandemic to let people try out the exclusive parts of Stadia. Uh, as long as you have a computer with the Chrome browser, a Chromecast, or if you were lucky enough to have a Stadia controller, it works with a Chromecast. If you have a computer with the Chrome browser, have a USB controller, you'll be able to play Stadia through the Chrome browser. Uh, the two months free will give you access to the Pro membership, and that allows you to claim certain free games for the next two months. And then it gives you online accessibility uh, and the ability to stream up into 4K if your monitor slash internet allows it. They say that the best internet to get the 4K 5.1 surround sound is you have to have at least 35 megabytes download speed. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, That's that's pretty attainable. Yep. And speaking of Stadia, they had a press conference today, April 28th. Yep, uh, sure did. Well, telling people about that whole ordeal about the free... And then they're going over a bunch of games that are coming out for Stadia. So Doom, uh, I think it was Doom Eternal. Uh, I, I thought Doom Eternal was already out for it, but if not, it's coming out for it. Yeah, now available. So it yeah. is now available. Doom yeah. is. Uh, Octopath Traveler, a Nintendo exclusive, is now on Stadia. Yep, yep, that one's so that, that one's on. That was a big thing. Uh, what the, what is this? Rock of Ages 3 is now out on Stadia. Ever played it? Uh, Rock of Ages 3 Make and Break. Coming this June. So it'll come out this June on Stadia. Am I correct? Uh, yes, but it will be available. It's coming out this June, I think. for It's coming out. It's one of those Stadia firsts. It's coming yeah. out on Stadia before anything else. And then free games for Stadia Pro is Steam World Heist, The Turning Test, and Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Yep. They'll be the free games this month for May. Yeah, uh, and, and if you didn't if you didn't catch it earlier, you will get two months of Google Stadia Pro free. And, 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 launching, and if you already have Pro, they're extending your subscription for two months for free. Yep, I'm getting an extension. Oh yeah, a first on Stadia called Creata. It'll be launching in a Stadia Pro this summer, and it's it kind of has like a Fortnite feel to it for the design and the graphics, the yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, you're right. Aesthetic. Aesthetic, yeah. The aesthetic looks Fortnite-y to me, but apparently it's a game where you can go up to co-op and you and your friends can make a game within a game to play a game. Yeah. That's how yeah, I was that described. One, that one looked pretty good. So I was like, oh, this will be neat. Especially for people who are creative. Absolutely. <laughs> and then there's this one coming first to Stadia. It literally is a jet ski skateboarding game. Like yeah, you're on break. a jet ski. Wave break. Yeah, thank you. Waybreak, yep. you're literally on a jet ski and you're just doing all these different types of tricks that you do on a skateboard. So I feel like it's the next Tony Hawk pro skater. It, it looks like 
there was an old jet ski game on the 64. Um, Nintendo 64. What was that game called? Wave. Nope. Wave. Was it Wave Race? Yeah, it was Wave Race. It looks like a remastered version of this game, but it's all about doing tricks and stuff. It's not about racing. Not about racing. Yep. All about yeah. tricks. It's all about. It's Hit like, that yeah, high it's like pipe. Tony Grind Hawk. That rail. It's like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Wave Race had a baby and the graphics got enhanced. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it's a first on Stadia, so why not? Uh, Stadia yeah, is also Stadia, it's definitely be worth a, worth a try. And for those that do have Stadia, Stadia is actually reaching out and they want to hear your stories. Stadia.com slash link slash stories is where you can upload videos about your stories about Stadia and what all you like or dislike about it. I don't know what they do with the videos after that. <laughs> I'm sure they go through them and pick out whichever ones they want to they want to show because I, I don't think they're going to go. Oh, yeah, my story is I had a terrible experience with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to be picky. And- oh, yeah, especially the ones they want to highlight to everybody. I mean, hopefully they take the hopefully they take the negative commentary and be like, well, if we keep hearing the same thing from multiple people across the globe, then we'll know, hey, that's something we might want to look into. Oh, yeah. I I hope I hope they do take the opportunity if because they're obviously not asking for negative commentary. But if they do get a bunch of it, I hope they take it to heart and really change up, change up some stuff. I mean, anytime you ever go to the Internet for anything, you're out, you're you just automatically ask for negative commentary because, I mean, that's the Internet for you. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it's just like, meh. I mean, we're asking for negative commentary. We're asking for negative anything by having a podcast and posting it all over the globe. Oh, oh, negative negative commentary will get thrown at us eventually. Oh, absolutely. And the great thing about negative commentary is I just like to read those out loud on the show. Oh, yeah, it's great. (laughs) Especially Uh, when they don't make any sense and you're like, oh, okay. Susie user 427 says, our show is absolutely horrible that we didn't talk about video games. That all she heard was we talked about how our week was. So she didn't get past the first 10 minutes of the show. Yeah, we we always banter for the first few minutes of the show. And then we get to the news. How about you listen? Oh, impatient people. I am one of them. Mm, That's why we give you the little rundown right before we do all that. What we're going to talk about. Good. I try to keep up with the housekeeping, but sometimes I fail. That's all right. We're not perfect. No, we are Uh, not. I'm far from it. And I totally forgot that Burnout Paradise is coming to the Switch. Oh, absolutely. I totally forgot about that. That was a good game. I remember that game just like it was yesterday. That was a fun game. It was. Uh, Other games coming to Stadia Pro as a Stadia first. Uh, The first one is Ember. Ember is a first-person volunteer firefighter where your objective is that you get a certain target that you have to rescue from a burning building and get them out of the house while trying to maintain their happiness and their safety. From the video... You are Go definitely ahead. a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's nothing like, professional I, about you. <laughs> it, it looks like... So the beginning of the trailer pops off. You're talking to one of the characters. He's wearing an ember jacket, all that fun stuff. And the news reporter is like, what do you think is going to happen? And he tells you, oh, hold on. I'm getting an alert. I have to go save a John from a burning house. And he turns around. Oh, I got to go save John. And then it goes into the first person view and you see him just like go through the house. He's got like this water gun to put he's out the got fires. A water gun. <laughs> yes. He's got an axe. He like has this little phone that's like tells him exactly where John is. He takes the axe out. He breaks down the bathroom door. John's in there on the toilet. So you pick up John, you put out some fires and now your job is to get John out of the house safely. So you see John's that the balcony, the John. John is on the John. See, 
you see that the balcony is caught on fire. You put the fires out, and then literally you take a ladder, you go up to the balcony real quick, and you throw John over the balcony. <laughs> and then Just John... Just gotta get him out of the house. Yeah. And then at the end, you see like the character on the outside balcony. You throw John off the outside balcony. He falls down a story, bounces off a trampoline, and lands on a chair. And then you yeah, see the rest of the hear, firefighters go through. Like, and you, you hear like sounds of him, like bones breaking. And he's going, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it looked it looked quite funny. When you see John standing in a hallway and you throw like this high pressure water ball at him from your water gun, it uh, knocks him back. It hits one of the lights off and he gets electrocuted. And with that, then it's just like you can do four player co-op. And after all that's done, you see John laying on a bed outside, just bruised and beaten to heck him back. And it looks <laughs> like he's doing something on his phone. He does not look happy. Nope. We go back to our main protagonist. He looks at his phone and freaks out because John gave him a one star yeah, on being like a firefighter. A, he got like a little alert. He goes like, Doo-doo, and he goes, that dick gave me a one star rating or something like that. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is oh, launching man. an early access for Stadia on May 21st. It looks pretty funny. Oh, that's yeah. going to be, a, totally that's be a Stadia first game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First on Stadia. Next, first on Stadia, Get Packed, which seems to be a spinoff of the game that just recently came out which was called moving out and it's four player co-op and your objective is to go into a house a building or whatnot and pack up everything and throw it into the moving truck as quickly as possible absolutely it's (laughs) uh it's a chaotic mess if if you played moving out you kind of get the idea of it you control each arm each arm needs to grab something and then drag it out uh, and then this looks absolutely hectic. They're inside of a supermarket. They're trying to shut down the supermarket. Someone lets one of the fireworks go. The fireworks like just start ricocheting everywhere, hitting other things, the propane tank, and then everything just blows up. Yep. Yeah, it definitely looked like a uh, a, a, a hectic mess of a game. Definitely a yep. party game. That's what it looks like to me. It, it, that's going to be one of those games like, hey, everybody, let's sit down and play this if we have four eighty dollar google stadia controllers oh yeah there is that problem yeah they should they should make google stadia needs to make dummy controllers not and that's a weird way to put it but controllers that you can have at your house that cost like 40 dollars that don't have the ability to stream the game but have the ability to connect to the google like chromecast and allow you to play the game i mean like, a lower like end version of price would be great yeah like a, like a co-op controller mm-hmm because I think the only way they'd be able to do anything with that is like if somebody played it on a Chromecast with the Stadia controller, and then everybody else can log in via like a Chrome browser from a Chromebook or a laptop. Yeah, they can play on their and play, play there that way with a yeah. USB. Yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Something you need to give it some accessible way to play multiplayer, like especially with those games, because those are definitely party games. Those are games you get together with a bunch of people and yeah, you play those games, and you're all you're laughing and having a good play. time. Oh yeah, that too. Hopefully we never get stuck in quarantine again. I hope not. This has been hectic. But to wrap up the show, Stadia comes out and announces uh, as of today, and it's free right now. If you have Stadia, you can go claim it. PUBG is now part of the Stadia library. Oh, yes, yes, that was big. That's something that, in an odd way, that's something I think that Stadia isn't going to go real big into. I think they're not going to pass up the opportunity to have games like PUBG and Fortnite and stuff like that. But I think the... The where Google Stadia is going to be focusing is a lot of that indie gamer indie games and um, casual gaming and party games like like the one we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Not 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 competitive gaming. I have to say the only cool thing about it is uh, Stadia has given you custom gear 
to yeah. wear on your avatar. So like they have a Stadia frying pan and a Stadia hoodie. Yeah. I actually, to be honest, I think the future of Stadia is in VR. I mean, that'd VR be great. VR streamed over the cloud because then you can get full quality games in VR. Because that'd right be, now, right yep, now VR yeah. is either reliant on a really expensive computer, a really expensive headset, and games being downloaded to them. But if you can get it over the cloud through Google Stadia and put it on like a Chromecast or something that goes onto a helmet piece, a headpiece, now we're starting to talk. Really, I mean, they had Google Lens for the longest time, which gave you that little tiny like AR yeah. Yeah, up in the there top was that. right corner of your yep. right eye. Yep. But we see Google, how that lasts. Google has the Google has the money to develop the a really good technology for it. So I could they do. I, I'd like to see them kind of dive into that. I mean, even this morning, I think I got the notification saying that the it's not video game related, but the Pixel Buds have released today. The Pixel Bud Twos. They had the Pixel Buds 1, which were tiny little wires that wrapped around the back of your neck. And now they have something that goes comparison with the uh, AirPods. Yeah. Those released this morning. So that's where, I guess, one of their attentions is. Yeah. Oh, Google's Google's got attention all over the place. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like a, like like a, a kid on Ritalin. Points. Yeah, pretty much. PUBG was great, and all this Google Now stuff was great. But Google Now, uh, that's not at Stadia? all what I'm talking about. Stadia. Stadia first games, first on Stadia. Goodness, that that was all good. But the biggest thing they announced was definitely their partnership with EA. I'm going to let you have this one because it's got one of your favorite games in it. Heck yeah. So Google Stadia came out uh, at, during the uh, during the press conference and they announced that they will be partnering with uh, with EA. And they're going to have a number of games come out um, on on the uh, Google Stadia this year, I guess. Uh, with more to follow, uh, you know, in the future. But uh, the ones they named off were uh, Madden, the NFL game. FIFA, uh, that was a couple of the sports games. But the big one that I was like, ooh, was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. I like me some Star Wars games. I don't have a Stadia. and already own the game on PC. But, hey, that's like a that's like big AAA title available that uh, will be available. I don't think it's available yet. Mm. It's going to be available by the end of 2020. Yep. But yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's big news. If you get uh, getting a partner like EA is really big, especially with uh, um, Nvidia, GeForce Now, and their their whole deal starting to pick up some partners again. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, like you said, Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order will be available for Stadia at the end of 2020. And EA Sports such as FIFA and Madden NFL titles will be available by this winter and more games to follow in 2021. And then you got down here, Google GM VP Phil Harrison added, we're thrilled to see some of the Electronic Arts' biggest hits come to Stadia. I can't wait to play EA Sports and FIFA, Madden, NFL, and Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order on my favorite screen instantly with a simple click of a button. Yeah. Uh, They also, uh, not nearly as big news but they gave those stories you were talking about about people their testimonies about using stadia and about having the ability to instantly click on a game and it's loaded up in no time at all mm-hmm. that's why i think they that's... should get into vr because you get full power for games because you don't have to pack in all that power into a little headset truth you get to play it over the cloud i think that is where they need to go but We'll see. And they got to develop. They got to develop a base first before they can push for stuff like that. I mean, they had uh, Google Cardboard 
Yes, I, I, I actually had. You got me a Google Cardboard, I think. I think it was R2-D2, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool stuff. I mean, yeah, they've yeah. already they've already kind of like made some kind of headway into the VR world. That's why I think they should really go at it with like full on high powered VR stuff. Absolutely. Especially with That'd some of something. the games they announced. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to just go in comparison and compete with like Oculus and the uh Quest and the VR uh what is it? The Link? No. The Oculus. Oh, it's the other one. You talking about the one that that's wireless? Rift. Rift. Oh no. Sorry. Rift. Yeah, Oculus Rift, the one that's wired. Oculus Quest is the wireless one, right? Yeah. So I mean, I, you're right. They would have to compete with the Oculus Quest because I I, I I I assume they would be wireless. But I mean, that's a that's one thing you're competing with. I mean, Oculus is going to monopolize the market until somebody like Google or somebody like Microsoft or Sony really takes a dive into it because Sony's kind of done it with their vr headset playstation vr yeah but they really haven't devoted anything to it and i think until we see something like somebody that's really big that wants to devote time to it i mean it's going to be oculus until then and google has the power and the money to do that Mm -hmm. especially since uh isn't oculus owned by facebook they are so you could totally see google trying to take down or compete with another giant of the internet Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I finally got the whole aspect that they are owned by Facebook. I went to go buy a game on my Oculus the other week, and I went and looked at my bank statement, and it said, you were charged $10 by Facebook.com. You were like, like, hold on. <laughs> what did I buy from Facebook? I don't agree with this. Oh, nope. oh, it's, it's Oculus. Okay. <laughs> okay. I understand now. I get it. I get it. Yep, yep. Uh, what I don't get is, why is Nintendo having so many hacks? I don't know, man. Old technology being paired with new technology is what it sounds like. Yeah, this comes from The Verge. Nintendo confirms over 160,000 Nintendo accounts accessed in a hacking attempt. Nintendo is disabling the ability to log into your Nintendo account through the Nintendo Network ID, also known as the NNID, after 160,000 accounts have been affected by hacking attempts. Nintendo says, Login IDs and passwords obtained illegally by some means other than our services have been used since the beginning of April, and they're now just telling us to gain yeah. access to the accounts. Nicknames, date of births, countries, and email addresses, all in association with the accounts, were breached. Some of the accounts have even experienced fraudulent purchases. Nintendo is now recommending that all users enable two-factor authentication. That's something you should have been using from that something you should be using for all your online accounts. And they go more into the fact about how they're going to separate the two, the NNID and the Nintendo account itself. And then reports earlier this week suggest that some accounts have been breached and the people are being charged and seeing digital purchases for things such as Fortnite V-Bucks. Nintendo is asking affected users to contact the company so they can investigate the purchase and the purchase history and cancel the purchase for a refund. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty big. Uh, if, if, you, uh, if you have a Nintendo account or Nintendo network ID. Um, you can go to uh, Nintendo's like support page uh, instructions of how to set up two factor authentication. Uh, now yep. I, I don't think if you've never signed up for Nintendo network ID, I don't think this affected you. Right. I mean, I have it. I've always used it. It's how I use online to purchase my games to have downloads straight to my switch. Right. So like the quickest way for me to do it was go to accounts.nintendo.com. 
And then from there, I'd go under my accounts. And then right below my avatar, there's a sign-in security setting, very bottom of the page. There's two-step verification. Click on it and then follow the prompts and poof, you'll be set and ready. Yeah, but a lot of people who, because I think I want to say, and I don't know for sure, but I want to say that if you never had a Nintendo account before, up until like this year or something, you probably didn't have a Nintendo Network ID. All you had was a Nintendo account. Uh, if you had signed up like with the Switch, not the Switch, but the the Wii or the Wii U or the Nintendo 3DS, you probably had a Nintendo Network ID and you used it to log into your new Nintendo account. But here you go. What is the difference between N- Nintendo Network ID and Nintendo account? Nintendo accounts and Nintendo R- and Network IDs are used for different purposes. Uh, you can find these differences at, it's also a, a Nintendo support. You can find it in their FAQ on Nintendo support. Yeah, see, I literally just did it. It sent me over a verification code. I took the verification code from my email. I slapped it on what the code was. And then there it told me I can either download the authentication app via iTunes or through the Google Play Store. I have the Google one for other accounts that I already have. So I opened up my Google app that does my two-step for me, scanned the QR code that Nintendo just provided to me not even 30 seconds ago, and poof, everything was said and done. I typed in the six-digit code that Google gave me, and now I'm all squared away. Yeah, uh, here's the here's the difference. Uh, Nintendo account is used for Nintendo Switch online services, um, including the eShop, smart device applications like Super Mario Run, off-device software purchases, and the My Nintendo loyalty service. Uh, all Nintendo account is created off-device through the through the Nintendo account website. Uh, now the Nintendo Network ID uh, is created and used on a Wii U and or Nintendo 3DS family system. Uh, and it is used for online features such as online multiplayer or interactions and for purchasing downloadable software through Nintendo eShop on Wii U or Nintendo 3DS. And you were able to link, like if you had a Nintendo Network ID and you got a Switch, you were able to use that login for your Nintendo account. And that's why they're saying anyone who had both is may have been one of the ones that was affected. Mm. Uh, but they're saying, I think they said that if you if you never had a Nintendo Network ID, you didn't have to worry. That wasn't the, that wasn't what was hacked. But you should still set up two-factor authentication. Authentication. That's what I meant to say. I guess it's like an always thing. I know I get emails multiple times a month saying someone has accessed my Ubisoft account when I don't even know I had a Ubisoft account. <laughs> so that's always nice. fun. Well, I, you have to you got to be careful with some of those emails because I get one for my Origin account and I go to it. I think it's my Origin account and I go to the email. The email is not from EA or Origin. Mm-mm. It's like some it's always crazy like something thing. weird. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going on there and sign it and re retyping in all my stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I learned my lesson. Uh, who was it? PayPal. PayPal sends out. Uh, they have spammers that send out fake emails, and I noticed like if I went to go like you know if you hover over a hyperlink, it gives you like a short little description of where you're about to go. Yeah. Yeah, it was PayPal.com, but the A's had those little asterisks over the top of them. <laughs> nice. So I was like, ah, ha, ha, no. Ah, yes, PayPal, but with uh, the little over them. Nice. That's that's pretty slick. Yep. Yeah, this one was like, what is it? the ones I get from Origin? It's like Origin, but instead of an I, it's a one or something. It's something weird like that where I'm like, that's not, that's not EA. I don't think so. Don't think so. So, yeah, also be careful if you get... Weird emails saying your account has been accessed. Make sure you look at where it's being sent from. And if it's not yeah. coming from the official website or the official support 
stuff, don't don't go in there. Type in your password and stuff. Absolutely not. What's that called? I think it's called phishing. Uh, that might be phishing. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, P H I S I N G. Yeah, yeah, definitely not good. That's what it is. No, not at all. Don't let people fish you. No. A lot of people like fishing in Animal Crossing. I have been doing some of that too, making money that way. Yeah, that's the only way I can make money. They don't allow stripping in Animal Crossing no more. Not after oh, the incident. No more. No more. Not after the incident. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You're the you're the reason why. I know. I tried to do a back split and then a flipty loo and uh uh-uh, uh it didn't work out well. I think I yeah, broke just, Tom Nook. Just didn't work. Nope. Uh what's our uh what's our free games on some of these uh, places? I'm on Epic Game these... Store right now. I think For the King is the free one there. I think you're right. Oh, there's also the cycle. I don't know if that's always a free game or not. Uh, it looks like it's always a free game. Mm. PlayStation Plus May 2020 free games are going to be Dark Souls Remastered and Dying Light. Dying Light is a very good uh, sandbox parkour zombie game. Dark Souls is a good game to throw your controller at your TV. I wonder if uh, Xbox has announced theirs for May. Games for... You're going to have V-Rally 4, which is a dirt rally racing game. Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. Uh, that'll be available on May 16th. Sensible World of Soccer will be free until May 15th. And then Overlord 2 will be available beginning May 16th. Yes, Overlord 2. I love the Overlord series. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're listening to this, you can still get Knights of Pen and Paper for free on Games of Gold. That's available mm-hmm. until May 15th. All the other ones are either done or going to be done very soon. Next couple of days. Well, that takes care of the news portion of our show. All right. Yep. Now for reader mail. This is a uh, mail that listeners like yourself have wrote into us via Twitter, via email, via Facebook. And today we have a letter from nobody. Oh, man. Not, you got me all excited. I was like, oh, I didn't see this. No, we have nothing. Oh, shoot. Maybe like, episode oh, 20. Man. I totally missed something, and I'm really excited to hear what somebody had to say. And you broke my heart. I'm so sorry. I'm good at that, though. You led me down this path of hope and and goodness, and you left me lying in a ditch, broken and mangled. Jeebers. I'm going to die. I'm going to go, and I'm going to sit alone. I'm going to die. We had news this week, and we kept it under an hour. Yeah. Whoa. And we even had witty banter. We even had witty banter, and you broke my heart, so... Mm. All in under an hour. I know. Oh, my goodness. I'll try to mend it next week. Yeah. Well, you better. I mean, I, I, so. I, mean, I can't keep going on like this. This is just I killing know. me. I know. I know. Well, here's like, some good I news. I literally can't even. I know. I'm so sorry. But here's some good news. Uh, as of this morning, let's see if I still have the photo. Yes. As of this morning, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom, the rehydrated edition, is officially for pre-purchase on the Nintendo eShop. Oh, man. Okay, see, that's news. That is news. Yeah, so I was scrolling through the eShop because I wanted to find Indivisible, and then I found SpongeBob, and I freaked out. I had to take a photo of it and send it to my little sister because we both love this game so much, and it's the reason why I bought her a Switch so she could play this one game. And it's $29.99 right now for pre-purchase, and it comes out on June 23rd, 2020. Yeah, June 23rd. Was it $30? Yep, be $30, $29.99 plus tax. And unless you have some of those Nintendo gold coins, then you can offset some of the balance. Oh, man, that's going to be fun. Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait. Rehydrated. 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't say remastered. I'm glad they said rehydrated. Hydrated. Yeah, because he's he's under the water. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob Square Pants. Whoa! Yeah, exorbitant in yellow and Porous something else can be. Or is he? SpongeBob Sponge Square, Square Pants. pants. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get sued for copyright. Oh, no. Not SpongeBob. We're only 19 episodes into this whole series and we're already getting sued for copyright. I know. Like, Buy pick on somebody else. Dang it. We screwed up. My heart's broken again, Michael. Oh. You dang. broke it again. Thanks. Dang it. Oh, well, okay. I'll make sure you don't get the papers. Good. I don't want to see them. Yes. You just say you're the owner and operator, and I'm just I'm just collateral. Yeah, he only owns 49% of the company. That's right. So I am legally not allowed to make any decisions for us. Correcto mundo. I get to hear your decisions, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm chocked full of them. I get to sit on the board of trustees and, and, and other things. Ah, oh, you get one of the swivelly chairs. I, I, could, I do this a lot. Yeah, me too. I wiggle in my chair. I'm just like da 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 da. Uh, don't forget not, May 29th. Sure for this. Bioshock the collection and Borderlands the legendary collection both come out on the Switch. One uh, month. Yep. Exactly one month and one day. Uh, those games, both of them, the collector's editions will be 49.99, uh, physical and digital. Ooh. Yep. Another also, game that's coming out, The Persistence, is a roguelike horror survival game. You are on a ship. Aliens are taking over your crewmates, and the idea is to try to get as far as possible. You're going to die, but that's the whole point of the game. Roguelikes, you need to die. That way, when you come back, you're stronger. Now, this game is going to come out a week before the other two, uh, on May 27th, 2020, and it's going to be a retail price for $26.99. Right now, it's only a digital download on the eShop from what I can find. Uh, it's by Firespite Games. Fire Spike Games. Also, keep in mind that Nintendo Switch is getting uh, Star Wars Racer. So you get the pod racing game, but I, I can't find a release date on it yet. But it's coming. Mm. I've been stuck watching Yu-Gi-Oh! The newest uh, edition. It's called Arc 5. And now I want to buy the Yu-Gi-Oh! game for my Switch. Because I was like, I'm going to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. And then I realized there's over 22,000 cards. Mm-mm. And I was like, nope. no, I am not. It's too late for that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if we, if you stayed, stayed into it for the entire time, but now I know if I stayed 000. into it since I was ten, I, I that'd be a different story. But I'm 27 now, and it's 17 years of card making and rules and regulations and changes, and oh my yeah. gosh, cards that are not allowed to be used with other cards, or cards you can't have on the board at the same time, or you can't have them in the same deck, or you can't have them in your deck at all. It's, ugh, it's crazy, crazy. I think Yu-Gi-Oh had a problem at one point where uh, if you were like you could have like two cards in your hand and if you were able to start out with them and you could get them on the board, you could win the game in two hands 100% of the time. Jeez. So they so they of course they said that you can't. I think they banned one of the cards from all competition. No, they'd have to. Something like that. I think it was Yu-Gi-Oh that had that problem. Pokémon's had a bunch of those problems. It's not as Pokémon's not as well balanced. But no. Its artwork is more cuter. It is. It's more chibi. (laughs) Then again, some of the Yu-Gi-Oh cards I've been seeing on this new series, I'm just like, really? Oh, yeah? One was like a little, like, it's a legit drawing of a dinosaur, and it's called Doodlesaurus. Oh, Doodlesaurus. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm just like, no. I'm not doing that. Not when there's, you know, blue eyes, white dragon. Or red eyes, black dragon. Oh, that's something that Yu-Gi-Oh! did 
um, really well was they kept uh, they kept old cards relevant. Oh, absolutely! So, like, you can play with the old, like the very first Black Magician or whatever it was called, or Dark uh, Magician, Dark Magician, and, or like the original Blue Eyes White Dragon, and they're still really good cards today. While if you're playing Pokemon and you have the original Charizard, it's pretty much worthless in competition. Yeah. He looks fat. <laughs> yeah. But and he has, Charizard he has like 120 20. health, which is really cool. But the new ones have like four or 500. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like it was so cool that he could do like 120 damage with his fire blast. Basically, oh, wipe out, he could wipe out any card once you got him up, you know, ready to go. But now it's not even, you're not doing anything close to that. No, nope, it's not even worth it. Yeah, he's worthless. But that's why, that's where Yu Gi Oh did the right thing and kept, kept, uh, Old cards relevant. Mm-hmm. Very uh, smart. Good, times. good balance. Good times. Not video game games related. coming out. No, but it's still a game. It's a card it game, is, and is there game. is a video game based off of it because I've been I've been eyeballing the video game. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh: Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution, and it's literally like all five different arc seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh combined yep. into one game. Oh, so I'm like, cool. perfect. There we go. I, there's a cartridge with all twenty-two thousand cards on it. Well, how about that? Yeah. And now they got like multiple different types of summonings. Like you had fusion with that polymerization card back yeah. in the day. Yeah. You had fusion summoning. Now you've got synchro summoning. You've got Xyz summoning. And now there's pendulum summoning. Goodness. I'm just like, yep, you lost me. I'm gone. <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. Goodbye. Oh, no. <laughs> but all in all, I feel like this has been a good episode. Yeah, it's been good. I've enjoyed it. Awesome. Sweet. I have too. And with that, as always, everybody have a great night. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, oh, follow, yeah. obey us on Apple yes. iTunes podcast, uh, Google podcast, Spotify podcast, uh, Mixer. No, not Mixer. I, I don't know where I'm going with that one. Not Mixer. You no, can follow us on mixer. Twitch. I want to redo this. Okay, we'll redo it. Okay. And, and with that, and with that, this has been another episode of the Double XP podcast. We want to thank everybody for tuning in with us. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcast, on Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, just anywhere you can listen to a podcast. We're more than likely there. If you can't find us on the podcast service that you might listen to, let us know. That way, we can be there. We want to try to get as much coverage as possible. Uh, as always, I've been Mike. Oh, I'm Patrick. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at BioMosley, B-I-O-M-O-S-L-E-Y. You can follow Patrick at... Bloodthringa, B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. Yes, sir bub. And then you can also follow us on our podcast Twitter, which is going to be DXP Podcast. And same thing with Facebook. Yep. Uh, yeah, and you can follow you can follow us at all of, all of our social medias, um, including the podcast and our personal stuff. Uh, and then you want to follow us on Twitch too, so you can watch this stuff live and you can be a part of the show. Uh, we also have a YouTube, so if you want to watch us as we're recording it instead of just listening, you can do that as well. Uh, it's also a DXP podcast, so we're all over the place. Yep, yep. And then check the episode description on whatever podcast service you listen to. There will be a hyperlink for our Discord. Come chill with us, talk with us, talk about your favorite video game. Uh, we'll be so there. We hope to see you soon. And on that note, have a good night. See ya. See ya.